This is Agile Storytime with David Ritter. The word captive means a person who has been taken prisoner or an animal that has been confined, as in the captives were freed after the kidnappers told them the ransom had been paid. Your associates at work are not captives. The phenomenon known as the Great Resignation or the Great Reshuffle has dramatically escalated the already intense war for talent. Leaders need to substantially raise their game to retain their best people and attract the next wave. According to a recent BCG survey, 57% of knowledge workers are open to considering other positions in the next year, and 22% are likely to look for a new position today. Evidence shows that work from home and increased pay are not enough to retain your key people. Individuals are recalculating the net value of their employment in broader, more holistic ways. In contrast, the word captivate means to influence by some special charm, art, or trait with an irresistible appeal, as in, to win today's war for talent, leaders must work to captivate their organization. When were you last captivated by an idea, by a pursuit, by a person? Was it at work? Could it ever be? Do people stay with your company because they're captivated? Do they depart if they feel like captives? Over four years, BCG studied the motivations of 11,500 employees in firms undergoing agile transformation. The insights come from more than 40 companies across 15 industries. The survey used 51 questions to test whether employees were enabled or frustrated during the transformation. We grouped the respondents into quartiles based on their answers. This identified those with the most positive sentiment where workers felt enabled and empowered. Employees who expressed overall negative sentiments felt more frustrated. Then we looked for the factors that best predicted whether a given person would end up in the enabled or frustrated quartile. From the data, three factors emerge that significantly influence associates' sense of enablement. Clear purpose in their work, translated to meaningful outcomes that define priorities. Autonomy to act on their purpose in an organization that learns and removes obstacles. And meaningful relationships at work, not just social, but also informed by purpose. Enhancing these sources of enablement is key to captivating your workforce retaining the best, and attracting those that will stay. We find that effective adoption of the principles and practices of enterprise agility drives step change improvement in all three of these dimensions. The American historian Studs Terkel wrote, work is about a search for daily meaning as well as daily bread, for recognition as well as cash, for astonishment rather than torpor. In short, for a sort of life rather than a Monday through Friday sort of dying. Most organizations have some high-level statement of purpose or mission, but our research reveals that global purpose often fails to captivate. Employees don't see how their daily work relates to the company's overall reason for being. There's no explicit connection between purpose, outcomes, and work. We asked employees to respond to this statement. I understand our organization's purpose and current business strategy. 85% agreed across all employees. In contrast, those surveyed responded very differently to this statement. We have a clear cascade from enterprise objectives, corporate strategy, for example, down to the goals of our teams. 
95% of enabled employees agreed versus only 15% of frustrated employees. Employees may be captivated when purpose is deployed to the rock face, where work is done, creating what we call an unbroken chain of why for each team and each individual. An agile organization insists that teams focus on outcomes, not just output. Meaningful outcomes must be connected to purpose. Establish the chain of why between your company's mission and the outcomes attached to teams. Then allocate the resources necessary for each team to pursue its outcomes. Outcome-driven teams will develop a customer and product mindset that encourages them to continuously improve. Members of these teams are far more likely to be captivated by their work. When thinking about outcomes, it's tempting to jump immediately from a high-level goal to a list of tasks. Instead, consider how near-term results drive longer-term, more strategic results. Here's an example. Recently, a consumer goods company was faced with the challenge of increasing the success of their products with internet influencers. Popular product reviewers who post on YouTube and TikTok are now a major source of product adoption by new customers. The head of the business group suggested that the answer was to create an influencer marketing engine and had built a team to do this. But creating an engine is a task, not an outcome. We encouraged the leader to deconstruct the problem into more specific drivers. For example, a team that would focus on creating awareness among influencers and a second team to work on product formulations and packaging that would appeal to influencers' audiences. Each of these factors are major drivers of overall impact from influencers. These teams might benefit from an engine, but the specific capabilities needed in that engine would emerge more clearly as the teams developed their approaches to their goals. This is easy to say and hard to do at scale. Organizations that enable teams must also establish alignment and priorities that allow clear trade-offs in the allocation of scarce skills. As one of our senior clients realized, for leaders, alignment is the work. Once you've aligned on outcomes, reimagine your list of goals as a potential list of teams that can achieve them. Once you've established the chain of why, how do you maintain it? One key action for leaders, stay close to the work. If you're in retail, you visit your stores. If you're in manufacturing, you visit your factories. Apply this practice more broadly. Take two hours per week to attend the sprint reviews for teams driving vital outcomes. When you attend, ask this question of the team. How have you determined that the work you're doing will create the results you seek? If the team can credibly connect their work to meaningful results, they're more likely to make good choices and even pivot when tasks don't produce as expected. Time invested this way will pay enormous dividends as teams stay focused on value and remain captivated. But even if the connection between purpose and work is clear, employees can be frustrated by limitations on their empowerment to act on their mission. In response to this statement, our culture and management team encourage failing fast and embrace how we can learn from our mistakes. 89% of enabled employees agreed versus only 14% of frustrated employees. In response to this statement, senior leadership clearly communicates the why and what the intent of our work, but is also willing to let go to let the teams figure out how jobs should be done, 
95% of enabled employees agreed versus only 24% of the frustrated. In fact, employees with a clear sense of purpose are the most frustrated when they can't act on their mission. Our survey shows that frustrated employees express a dramatic gap in their satisfaction with alignment versus their dissatisfaction with their autonomy. They are distinctly not captivated. This insight is cautionary. Agile will never reach its potential if it's confined to individual teams. Agile teams need to work effectively with parts of the organization that are not agile or not agile yet. But the survey suggests that as agile spreads throughout an organization, it's losing ground to entrenched bureaucracy, in-house lawyers who take too long to review a contract, IT staff who take too long to approve a new digital service, vendors unwilling to accommodate agile clients, and so on. Employees are effectively held captive by these constraints. To enable autonomy, organizations need to rethink the engagement model between central functions and teams. It's essential to allow for early and consistent collaboration that preempts downstream surprises and delays. Our research highlights a third key factor in employee retention, having meaningful relationships at work. From BCG's Future Forum Pulse, conducted in November 2021, over 10,000 respondents identified burnout as a dominant factor driving resignations. Major contributors to burnout include work-life balance and the experience of bias, but issues with work relationships also factor strongly. For example, I don't feel that I'm a valued member of my team at work. My manager is not supportive when I need help. My team doesn't work together effectively. I don't feel comfortable being myself with my coworkers. What constitutes a meaningful work relationship? It could be based purely on personal connection or things in common outside of work, but a sense of shared purpose and common goals at work are more reliable ways to ensure that people have a context in which to relate to each other. These relationships can and do form within Agile teams. This is especially critical to enable team members in at-home and hybrid models to be remote without feeling remote. As a leader, how can you address this? One powerful tool offered by Enterprise Agility is the alignment of incentives for an entire team. If all team members are measured, at least in part, by the overall success of the team, each team member is more likely to engage with their colleagues, to listen, to collaborate, and to help when needed. A key indicator that incentives are aligned? Teams that solve their own problems, such as how best to work together across multiple time zones. A major red flag that incentives are out of whack? Team members pointing fingers at each other, deflecting rather than sharing responsibility for setbacks. Retention is essential to win the war for talent, but what about recruiting? How do these practices help to attract those with essential skills? Research shows that a captivated employee is more likely to refer others to join them in your organization. Most companies see significantly faster hiring and better outcomes with referred candidates. Further, captivated employees may more often refer candidates whom they know well. According to a recent article in the Harvard Business Review, a strong relationship between referrer and candidate is a significant predictor of the candidate's long-term success. One leader observed, in March 2020, the world effectively went agile, but we've been going backwards since. In response to the pandemic, we collapsed teams, worked across boundaries, tested and learned. Leaders didn't have time to micromanage. 
Now we're reverting to old habits and ways of working. Our experience shows that if I see clear purpose in my work, if I have autonomy to act on this purpose, if I can pursue this purpose with trusted colleagues, I can be captivated. Every crisis represents a challenge and an opportunity. Leaders must fully engage their heads, hearts, and hands with all of their stakeholders. Shareholders, yes, but also their customers, their community, and their employees. Don't miss today's unique opportunity to captivate your workforce. Please follow Agile Storytime for more informative, insightful, and inspiring stories. This is a podcast from Boston Consulting Group. For more information on enterprise agility, go to on.bcg.com slash agile.